No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm in here with two LA icons, different generations, but equally important to the culture Blueface and WAC 100. Hey, yeah, right. we live? We're live. Well, not live, but we are recording. Oh, shit. How's it going? Let it begin. I seen you guys out in Vegas, and you, you sparked my memory because you were like, you know, you're the first person I ever played my shit because we played it on the live stream forever ago. Yeah. You probably thought I forgot, huh? I mean, yeah, everybody yeah. forgets about everything. Usually. That's what everybody everybody think. Yeah, people remember it just you gotta wait till you see him, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. If you don't see him, what you want to shout you out? Uh, but that's an example of how Instagram rules our lives. Is if you don't like talk to somebody on Instagram or whatever, yeah, you that end don't up, mean shit in real life. Yeah, that <clears> don't mean shit in real life. That's what people get get lost in the sauce at. They, Believe in what Instagram is. Mm. Motherfuckers broke as hell with a million <laughs> followers on Instagram. And now you got money, but do you feel like the need to to put that image out there all the time and always be reminding people like, yo, I got money? Uh, what you mean? Like, I mean, you have things in your life. Uh -huh. You spend money on things that make you yeah. happy, but then at the same time, does it feel like you have to show the world? Like, if you buy a new car, you got to show the world and really flex that shit. If you buy a new chain, you got to really let everybody know, like, look how I'm living. Uh, I think as an artist, yeah. Maybe as a regular person, not so much. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, we get paid for you to think how cool we is and how much better than you we are. Mm -hmm. So it's good for business. Yeah, it's definitely good for business, but it's kind of like at a certain point. You, you know, I was... Nah, nah, nah. Business can always be better. There's no certain <laughs> point of where business is good at. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I just mean, like, uh, it's interesting for you because... You know, you go viral, like, very, very easily. Yeah. And you could do that every day and do some wild-ass shit. Or you can make your life a little bit more simple and laid back. I forgot that I have my water right next to you. Um, and, like, keep shit a little bit more simple. Or you could just be constantly wilding and constantly be on Academics and World Star. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for somebody like you who goes viral so easily, you kind of have to be able to make that choice, right? What choice? If you want to be like, you know, constantly like Spiral, mega like controversial, have everybody spazzing out about you. Because we see we see both sides of it. We see superstar rappers that yeah. are bugging out all the time. Uh -huh. And we see people that are fucking super secretive and low key. Oh, yeah. And which one you usually see more? I don't know. I mean, I don't uh -uh, know. You know. We which see one both you sides see? of no, Blueface. Now nah, I'm talking about the secret. You see the secret artists or you see the... the right. Dramatic artist more. Which one is more in your face and more you got to just mm. l live with looking at? Right. Which one? Do you see the dudes who are wilding? Yeah. More often than not. Uh, you know, it but just depends on how wild you want to go or how, you know, what 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 you wanted to make it look like. It's crazy, though, because once you get big enough, dude, you start to feel like, well, I don't have to be going yeah, viral all the time, yeah, right? that's when you stop. That's when it slow down. How, do you feel like you're there? Do you feel like you're close to there? What, to slow down? To big enough to that slow you don't down? have to worry about uh -uh, getting headlines and shit like that. I ain't slowing down. I ain't slowing down. Trying to switch gears. <laughs> he trying to tell me to slow down. He, he telling me uh, what you trying to. Not tell me, but he, he I give, advises me to slow down. Okay. What, what does he need to slow down? Certain things. Like what? Like I'm not a big like fan. Like going of, viral? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not a big fan of uh, flashing the money. Mm. Like if you go to my soul, like you never see me flash money guns and that type of shit. He don't flash guns, but I'm not a big fan of flashing the money. Mm. Because <clears throat> I understand what people think. Like, that may be a clip he did two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That money might be gone, but to the everyday person that's hungry, they might think that's right there right now. Mm. And it puts him in a situation where even if he wins, he loses. 
because now you got to defend something that somebody else think is there. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You know, they, they robbing liquor stores for $183, but you think they'll do for, because they think 50 in there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not a big fan of that. Other than mm -hmm. that, whatever he does, that's just part of his character and his personality. Because that's part of what you're doing when you're showing that money is you're saying, yo, if you try to pull up on me, it's not going to work out for you, right? I mean, I don't really... I don't put no guns on nothing, so I mean, I can't really give you that image. But I just the, show you the money that I said I got it. But the money too is like you're basically saying like, "Yo, I'm from where you're from, but oh, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. come take this from me." That's yeah. it's partially a flex. The same thing with wearing all the chains and shit. Where it's like, "Yo, you could want. I'm sure you want to run up on me, but yeah, you're I'm not been, gonna." I've been waiting to catch me a nigger. <laughs> well, you know, hey, listen, I'm a, I'm a strong believer in this. Set. I've been waiting I, to catch I, me. I haven't one. personally. I haven't seen anybody. That can't be robbed. Yeah, for sure. Right. Mm. The thing with us, sure. the thing with us is, it's the retaliation. Mm. It's not gonna stop at the robbery. You know what I'm saying? Like so. Yes, it will. I do not retaliate at all. I definitely retaliate. Mm. Straight up, period. You know what I mean? So, um, but you know, I, I don't. I kind of keep things simple. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I say too much. Because I, because I understand. Well, you know, nephew, with you, you look cleaner than me. No, I'm talking about what, what you would do, cause they be trying to use that on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, God. so I said something about what I would do. They trying to use that on me now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it, you know, it's kind of like <clears throat> I understand that the hate out here and the envy and the jealousy, you know, cause it's definitely out there. You out here and him being where he's from, you know, he's from a section that's considered to be a smaller section. Of, of Los Angeles from where he's from. Mm. So, you know, you know, the bigger your neighborhood is, the more they expect somebody to come out of there. Right. You know what I mean? Um, the smaller your neighborhood is, then the people around you who has bigger neighborhoods, they hate on you for that type of situation. So so do you get extra hate because you are from schoolyards? You're not from the biggest, most legendary Definitely. crip set. You're kind of like an outsider coming the into the game. One. Is that how it feels? He the first. Look, he's the first one to go... Mainstream. Mm -hmm. There's been other guys over there, you know, that cast it, you know, that introduced him to the studio and things of that nature. But he's the first one to go mainstream. Mm. And and <clears throat> you know, that was just like Snoop with Long Beach. Because mm. Long Beach was just this weird place that people didn't that think of like it. that, huh? They didn't think of it like that. It was people over there rapping, but to go mainstream with it, to where people in Europe are saying LBC. You know mm. what I mean? And now he's he's on his way to Europe tomorrow, actually, and he'll start making that ride. Just like with game, 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 and Blueface <clears throat> are the same when it comes to neighborhood. Game is from a smaller neighborhood in Compton. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know his Paru set. You got Westside Paru. That's the, that's probably the, the biggest Paru set. But all around the world, people they know what Cedar Block is, mm -hmm. not because of a OG that did 20 years or this dude that didn't kill 300 people. It's because game as a voice, exactly. One breakout superstar could make a city, make nobody, a whole Nobody click. in game's neighborhood and nobody from Blueface's neighborhood, right? And even me, because my neighborhood is the same as theirs, a smaller neighborhood, right? Um, has done what we've done and what they've done overall for their neighborhood mm. because they're, they're, it's like a hamster circle. They call one of those four corners. But now it's a dude in New York that knows what schoolyard is. It's a little kid over there in Chicago and Kansas that knows what schoolyard is. You know what I mean? Now we're going to, you know, 12, 13 different goddamn countries 
they're going to know what schoolyard is. He does this little chant. That's a neighborhood chant mm. that the crowd does. I don't know if they understand what they're doing. <laughs> In Europe. When he say scoop, you know what I mean? That's schoolyard. You mm. know what I mean? So nobody from his neighborhood, the, the triple OGs, the, the fighters, whatever you want to call it, hasn't had that impact on the world because mm. he has a bigger platform. He has a voice. Definitely. You know, Does that feel good? Does that feel important? Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Feels great. Definitely. But does it ever feel like there's a like weird amount of pressure on you just because you're like the, the golden child from your neighborhood? Uh, shit, not really. I'm pretty much a solid dude, so, you know, mm. can't really be, could hate on me, but I mean, you can't be mad at me, you know? Definitely. Type of shit, like, I ain't got, can't, nothing nobody can say that could blemish what I've already put up, the numbers I've already put up. That's real. Are you in a relieved state of mind because you just recently beat this case? Oh, for sure, sure. Chilling. Was that something you were a little bit worried about for a while there? <coughs> nah, not at all. Not at all. Everybody, Alex Kessel. Hey, shout out to my lawyer, Alex Kessel. Okay. Yeah, I told him I was going to shout him out. That's what comes with That's what comes with having a manager that's in the build versus a manager that's in the field. Mm. So, you know, um, you know, he was like maybe 21 whenever he caught that situation. But it's like he got a manager. I've been I've been fighting cases. I've been like 13 years old. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that particular attorney been representing me over 28 years. You know what I mean? So it's like anything that comes his way, any type of predicament or situation, yeah, whether it's streets, it. or whether it's financial, whether it's whatever it is, you know, I've 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 been in the middle of that storm before. Mm. You know what I mean? So he don't have to take those hits trying to figure out who to go to and what to do. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, and he's definitely positioned himself financially um, to yeah. do what he has to do. And one thing I can commend him on is, you know, one of his close partners, who's his role manager, that got caught up in the, in the same situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wasn't a hesitation. It was like, you know, Belly covers his attorney fees. You know, a lot of cats kind of like let people figure it out their own way. Right. So I can, I can definitely commend him on that. I mean, that's the kind of shit that's going to fuck up things in your circle real quick is if you're not yeah. taking care of your team, right? Definitely. Uh, yeah. Wife is a great manager, great mentor. Mm. He do half the battle. Pe people wonder about you guys' relationship because yeah. sometimes it seems like <coughs> Wack is so wild and you're the more chill one, yeah. which is typically Shit. not the managed or good rapper cop, dynamic. Good cop, bad cop, you feel me? <laughs> they got to hate him, they got to love me. You're the good cop. <laughs> he got to go in and do the dirty work. He got to go in there and tell you, hey, fuck you, this is what we're going to do. The only people that got a problem gotta show with me up and smile. is the people that's creating a problem. Mm. See, I can do it with you either way. We can do straight business or we can get the bullshit business straight, mm. right? And I think what happens with me when I come to the table of business, they hear this whack, you know, power rule, street dude, right? Yeah, he come so up then, real professional. So then when I get in there, they got this whole strategy of how they going to bullshit us and come with some bullshit. Yeah. And then I hit them with more than they know about what they talking about. And, you know, when you put anybody in the box, you know, now you hear... Oh, I'm intimidated. Mm. Oh, you scared? Well, I didn't pull a gun on you, knife. I put my hands on you. What mm. you intimidated by my mind? Because the fact that like I'm not gonna let you put us in the box like that or rob us. Mm. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> you you've never heard nobody accuse me of of extorting, bullying, taking. Because I don't believe in that. I'm the guy that fights the bully. Mm. You know what I mean? But you're not gonna you're not gonna take advantage of my client. I mean, you're in that position when you're doing all these shows and shit that you can 
try yeah. to press the, the the promoter, try to get that extra couple thousand out of them and sort of use the, not necessarily the muscle, but like the intimidation factor. And sometimes you realize that certain rappers, their management are still sort of on that mentality and that they are really out here sort of finessing promoters and stuff. And I think sometimes people see you being super aggressive on Instagram. They wonder what your business sense is if you do you know, handle shit in a real professional yeah. way. Well, yeah. you know, I, I, Blueface is not my, my, you know, I've been managing, actually in the paint managing for 12 years now. Mm. Yeah, because people like that sort of flame out Sexy real quick. Sexy Cat, that's my hit. That's my project. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Game, I took over his management like 2012. What else? You know what I mean? <laughs> Tell him, what you else? Huh? Keep going, don't no, stop. Tell no, him what else. So, so, and with how it works with me, like they'll do shit like this. Pop my man's Yo, club. man, we want Blueface in, in Texas for this day, how much? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to even respond to you because the pecking order of business says you got to send me an offer. Mm. I got to see details, the capacity, the day, you know, if it's a Tuesday versus a Friday. You know what I mean? Who else is on the bill? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So um, <clears throat> I know what his value is. I'm definitely not going to fuck up 50000 chasing 5000 That don't make sense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make sense. So that's not what I do. Um, because if I'm going somewhere to do a one-off in the market, I'm simply going to call the other promoters that's close to the market and do something to get me there. Mm. So, you know, I don't uh, I do not do that. And then a lot of the festivals, especially with him, I had to kind of accept their offers over the, you know, the first nine months to a year mm -hmm. just to build a relationship to show them what he can do. Right. Like he's going to Europe right now. Right. I could have probably went in and demanded double the amount, but <clears throat> because I'm introducing him to Europe, that's why we're going to so many places. This run is really just to set him up for the festivals. I'll make up four with the festivals. Right. Because the rate's like times three or four anyway. Uh -huh. And then I'll double back after the fact. You've even dropped another two projects and go out and then we'll get our real numbers. Yeah, because you see you see what rappers are able to sort of be able to do the the, the festival thing and get Rolling Loud or whoever used to the idea that, no, this is a good guy to have yeah. on the festival. He's consistent. He brings energy. People like him. He brings people <clears throat> out. And it's like, I've, I've seen other rappers where they fucking did some stupid shit to Rolling Loud or whoever, and they are not invited anymore. And that's yeah. a big old check that they miss out on a yeah, bunch and, of times a year. And he's, he's a performer. And me as a manager... You know, I'm going to make sure he's there on time. You never hear nobody saying Blueface missed the show. Mm. He was late. Um, he was intoxicated. I'm going to make sure he's there on time. And, and, and that, that doesn't start at the venue. That starts from home. That starts from me communicating with the road manager and having to knock on his door <clears throat> and booking the ground and getting him to the airport mm. and making sure his wardrobe is right, making sure, you know, uh, whatever's going on with him is right, getting him to the hotel, arresting him. You know, <clears throat> a lot of that goes on. People don't, don't they don't see that. Mm. You know what I mean? They don't see that. Then you got to deal with the money aspect of it. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, a lot of situations. I've been in situations where I paid him and then get paid for two weeks because mm. I'm just that type of manager. If something's going on, I'm not going to say, hey, I can't pay you because of, they didn't pay me. Mm. If he take that stage, he's taking that stage based upon management and saying the business is done. Right. Now, if it's somebody I trust and I got a relationship with, that has nothing to do with him. Right. But a lot of these homeboy management, they're not in position. They're still living with their mama. Right. You know what I mean? You know, with him, it don't matter. You know, I can fill in the blanks when I got to fill in the blanks. Got it. You know what I mean? Interesting. So, uh, yeah, because there's kind of like a, a stereotype of you that some people think that you really have, have 
are more concerned with like the money and the lifestyle than the music. And I think you said shit in interviews, the sort of troll type shit that like made people think that too. Like, do you find yourself sort of getting frustrated with the, the lifestyle of constantly touring and making music and shit? Am I getting frustrated with it? Hell no, that's the Hell best no, part. You get the on best my part. Ass about it. Yeah. I can't sit I try to rest him and he like, yo, it's time to go. Mm. I like to perform. I, don't, I, don't, I might not like to, you know, like for instance, <clears throat> I just made an album and it was like, you know, usually I guess everybody make like 40 songs, 50 songs and like pick one. I just made 12 songs and picked all 12. So it was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I might be on that more or less, but the, 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 it's fun as hell. I love performing. That's the best part for sure. Really? That's what I enjoy the most. Performing more than anything. So are, yeah. are you excited for this European experience in hell terms yeah, of just yeah. having a I don't even know what to audience? expect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't even shit. My mind don't even go that far yet. Mm. Man, you're, you're going to be stressed out about the food. I can probably yeah, guarantee you that. I heard. I heard. <laughs> it's a little bit different. You're going out there too, though? Definitely. I got to go out there. I'd be, I'd be less than a real manager to send a, a new artist to Europe. That's facts. But, but is, is, is that ever the hard part about being a manager is that you have to, like, really be there all the fucking time? I mean, that's, that's one of the requirements. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Because... It's not like he's in Vegas or, you know, somewhere New York, you know what I mean, five, six hours away. Mm. You know, he's closest to 12 hours. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I've been overseas maybe five, six times, you know what I mean, around the world. So I, from the tour, the, everything's different. The tour bus is different. It's mm -hmm. not even the same style tour bus of uh, traveling, you know what I mean, the ferries, you know. He'd pull up on the ferry. He wouldn't know to get off the ferry and go up top. He wouldn't know. <laughs> You know what I mean? He yeah. wouldn't know that you got to be down there. Your ass going to go back to the other country. You know what I mean? Um, the money, the language barriers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got contacts over there just as strong as I have over here. So certain things he's going to need. <clears throat> I got the people over there to make sure we straight with that. So And then dealing with the venues. Mm. You know, payout, uh, the food. Uh, he want to go shop it. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, it's certain things you can and can't do over there depending on where you at. Like Dubai. Mm. You know, you don't even play over there. You, don't play, you know what I'm no, saying? No cushion Dubai. Nah, bro, your ass would be out there in the desert for nine months. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't you know, smoke in Dubai? Hell no. You don't do nothing in Dubai. DJ the crime Esco. rate is zero. DJ Esco went to jail for 56 nights. That's why Future had that tape called that, because he just flew in from Barcelona, I think it was, and he had some weed in his bag. Not even a lot. They yeah, found yeah. it. Like two months in jail. <clears throat> no, that ain't. They're not playing. You, uh, what you, Obama had to go get the other guy. Um, the producer out of Atlanta. Uh, he was in there damn near a year. Obama got him? Obama had to go get him. Damn. Yeah. Uh, That's big. Uh, uh, Dallas, Dallas, he, Dallas Austin? Was that he Dallas? He was talking his shit. I forget. If, if, if Obama yeah. rescued Obama Blueface, that would be him. really big. Yeah. That would be a good promo right there. So. I mean, no, that shit that just went on with the uh, guy in Sweden, that was kind of different. Because uh. we had a situation in Sweden ourselves. Really? The, yeah, the Rocky well, situation? You well, guys had a similar one? We had, well, we had a situation that was, I thought it was a little worse than that because... We was coming from uh, Scandinavia somewhere. We had maybe like fucking a, about two, three ounces of hash. Mm. It was in the backpack there, I forgot. And we pulled in into the, the bus, pulled in, and they had us get off the dogs at the bus, found it, right? So somebody claimed it. But I mean, I had him out like three, four hours now. They gave him, uh, he had like two, 10 days to get out the country. Oh, wow. So I just kind of flew him into the Netherlands because we was on our way to Amsterdam anyway. Uh -huh. You know, so because over there it's different. Like you can be leaving Amsterdam to where weed is, you buy weed with your chicken. Yeah, there's you know nothing to stop you from just driving unless you get your trunk <clears throat> searched, you, you know. 
if you're not thinking of where you just came from, mm -hmm. you cross into the next country. And there it is. I've had a situation where in Germany they pulled us over out of those side of the freeway with all our luggage open up, going through everything. Mm. And I need to be there to to control them. Yeah. They're young. You know what I mean? You can't start fucking with these guards because it's not our rules anymore. They could get bad fast. Yeah, you don't know what the hell they writing in that report. They can get a report they wrote, you don't know what it says. Yeah. So it's best just to be quiet, let them win. That's facts. Um, can I ask you guys, are either of you considering participating in No Nut November? And what? No <laughs> Nut November. What the hell is that? <laughs> Shit, I know the last name. Sure. <laughs> no, not November. Man, I'm married, man. What are you talking about? I know, but No Nut November is a vow that a lot of guys are taking on the internet to not have sex or masturbate for the entire month of November. Yeah, that's a dumbass. Uh, that's some crazy ass shit. Your wife would be pissed. <clears throat> yeah, so they, if they're doing that and they depriving their wife, they allowing their wife to go handle their business? Mm. No, I think you're just supposed to not nut at all. I don't even know what happens if you have a wet dream. You might get in trouble. So what, what's that, some religious shit going on or what? I think it's more just like an <clears throat> internet fun thing that people just keep talking about. I don't really know exactly what like, I the mean. I mean, just for is. men to be on the internet talking about <laughs> they getting nut is like kind of like some gay shit to me. You know, uh, I ain't got nothing against the, the gay people, mm. but it's like for men to be like, yo, it's my seven days straight, I didn't nut. Like, you know, I feel like the gay people you know are definitely nothing. <laughs> I feel like the gays are just, they're not doing no nothing November. Hey, we're the minorities now. The straight <laughs> people are the minorities. That's how it feels these days? Go go to a, a, a show or Tyler Perry show or some shit. You uh -huh. know what I mean? A play. Right. Yeah, it's it's, it's more um, gay couples than straight couples. Right. You go to a Blueface show, though, I'm saying mostly heterosexual. But yeah, go, but then go to a Brandy show. Mm. I'm not doing that. I'm going to be honest. You're like, like it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what it is. That's real. I remember when we did that Bluefish show, that like, it was crazy because the audience, like, there was a mosh pit starting, but then there's also like grown ass, like, black women in the audience who are not <laughs> feeling the mosh pit at <laughs> all. His, 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 his crowd is crazy. We can be going to court and it could be a 60 year old grandmother. Right. Can I get a picture? Because my, my grandson, uh, you know, I think that comes from, <clears throat> the TVs being on YouTube, smart TVs being on YouTube or whatever, and yeah, they, they kind of like that. Their kids watch it. Yeah, their yeah. kids watch it. Is that crazy for you to just have like young ass kids come up to you and they're just the biggest fans in the whole world? Yeah, it's probably the best one. Really? Yo, let me one. ask you a question. Mm. I'm just curious. So, how did you infiltrate the culture of hip hop? <laughs> Infiltrate's a good word. That, listen, I'm going <laughs> to say that because Some most people in your position. Are welcome in radio. Mm. Welcome in the building. You know what I mean. So, like, if he was big boy sitting there, brother, we were like a, a flex or K Slade. We like, okay, that's just what it is. So, mm. how did you like? Where did you come from? You know, what's your background, your history, <laughs> to where you had the balls and mm. the mental savvy to say, yo, this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to start doing it. Well, I was already doing BMX interviews because I started, like, the first BMX bike website. Now, see what I'm saying? Mm. That's some real Caucasian white boy mm -hmm. shit. But what do you do when you're riding BMX all day? You're driving around in the van, you get your <coughs> headphones in, you're listening to rap music. I gotcha. just, like, took it to a further extent where I was, like, more into 
the rap music that we were listening to than everybody else to the point where people were like, what the fuck are you listen to? I remember I was on Thug so early and all my friends were just like, this is the worst music ever. I'm like, nah, this is it. This is it. You're going to see. And uh, then I just like happened to be in the right place at the right time to start doing a lot of interviews with SoundCloud rappers early on, like Pump and X and shit. And then I just sort of managed to take that and like transfer that over to be able to really fuck with like the streets and like a lot of the older rappers that I love from back in the day and just sort of exploit my SoundCloud rapper clout to be able to go do something with WAC 100. So you kind of tapped into like the underground up and coming. Mm -hmm. gotcha. To start. Gotcha. And I really believe that that's like, that's where it's at. That's what you gotta do. You gotta gotcha. be able to get people young and when they're excited about it because later on it's like, you know, once somebody's done a million interviews, it's kind of hard to still keep it exciting but i think i have a <clears throat> it's a good situation because i feel like once you've done enough of those radio interviews and they just ask you the most basic ass questions do you get into that mind state blueface where you're just sort of damn yeah, these motherfuckers keep asking me the same dumb shit i'm in this mindset right now man you, get, you better get to the messy <laughs> shit man, damn Come you want to get adam? to some west messy Come shit on, for you bro. i know you i didn't watch all your interviews you be in here all right so what happened do to you the like blueface no what, what happened to the drake collab <laughs> Uh, wait, what happened to the Drake collab? Yeah, isn't that supposed to come out? Is uh, that on the table? I'm gonna be honest, Drake is a light skinned individual. You too. I'm not. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm definitely brown skinned. Okay. That's all you. He pulls out a Bud Light. Uh, You're trying shit. to give him a Bud Light? Why? Oh, because there's nothing to drink? We just got Bud Light? Uh, That's right. crazy. You just offered a rapper a Bud Light. Dude. Right? I'm looking like. You're fired. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. He's a light skinned individual. Uh, you know, I just know how to deal with those kind of people. Mm. So I'm, he'll do it on his time. Right. I'm not, you know, but so I'm not banking off that. Have you made an attempt to get that song onto your project or are you just sort of whatever? It'll happen if he wants to put it out. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I'm not, you know, I'm not relying on it. Right. Put it that way. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, let's let's do more messy shit. Um, yeah. What terms are you on with your family right now? The whole thing with your mom and your sister was crazy as yeah. fuck. Where is it at right now? Uh, actually, kind of cool now. Really? Kinda. Yeah. You sorted it out. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Because you know that's <laughs> you your know family. I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Day, right? How could you like? Obviously, like we can't delete each other. <laughs> we all been in that situation. Yeah. What the hell? So it's kind of like. In those situations, I'm pretty sure we all have them. Like it's like a midlife crisis. You got your family right. And let's just say, like, um, you know, at this point in time, everybody got the key to the door. They can come in the house when they want to. Then you got some family members that things happen, right, to where you can leave and they can still come in the house when they want to, right? Mm -hmm. Then you got some family members where you say, hey, well, I kind of need that key got locked on the door, right? So it's like <clears throat> through life, that's just how that happens. I mean, I'm like, I got a brother like that, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, um, you know, different situations bring on different things. You know, your family's going to be your family. Mm. But, you know, sometimes lines are drawn and shit. You got to pay attention to the line or just come kick you in the ass again. Mm. And I just, he got a big heart. You know what I mean? And um, a lot of things he goes through, he really respects me because I usually kind of had a conversation with him before it happens. Really? You know what I'm saying? So you warned him about, like, Definitely. yo, you got to be careful with how much you give your family because... It wasn't about how much giving his family. It's about separating things. Mm. For instance, if my brother's in my car, right, and I pull up in my neighborhood and I see one of my homeboys 
I can owe this man $2,500, $10,000, right? And I go in my pocket, I give him $10,000 in front of my brother, he's going to feel some type of way because he's going to feel like, well, why are you not giving me that? Right. right? It could be a real business deal. It could be an investment for him. It could be something I've been owing this man, right? So what I do is I'll do that without him being there. You can't allow family to see everything because then they start to, you know, think their little thoughts. So mm -hmm. you got to separate everything from everybody. And I right. think him being him, he got a big heart. He doing what he doing for everybody. Mm. But, you know, you do something 10 times for a person, tell them no once, and then there it goes. It's hard enough for you to get used to all the new shit in your life, mm. the money, how everybody treats you different, the fame, how to move right. And then, like, for your family, they're only seeing a percentage of it, mm. but they're still having to get used to it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Complicated. Um, so in terms of, like, the enormous amount of women that you're allegedly sleeping with, has that slowed down at all? Do you think that that's going to change yeah, in Europe yeah, at all? There's a whole lot of girls you ain't met in Europe. Yeah, uh, it's definitely slowed down. Why is that? Because of No Nut November. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I slowed down to, like, you know, maybe a couple. One a day? Yeah, maybe. You know. Like a blunt? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, exactly. a new bitch every time you smoke a blunt. <laughs> I'm gonna put that in the song. That's what I'm saying. There's a bar right, right there for you. I'm with Easy. What's up with you? You still fucking bitches every day? You see the penthouse cover, you know? Whenever I she wants to schedule one. I see, I know you fucking every day. <laughs> Looking at this. Now nah, she gotta line it up. She gotta put the threesomes in my calendar so I make oh, sure yeah. I'm not doing shit like this. <laughs> okay, even better questions. I heard you have a big Fashion Nova collab coming out a whole collection yeah it's already out it's already out yeah. talk about that how that ended up happening uh my fucking awesome manager whack 100 oh word we did i did that from the beginning you like, just go get the money and bring it to me and I shoot. Knew we got all kind of shit we got uh he's not a face of shoe palace yeah. oh wow really that's all 265 of them so we're doing uh he's doing his first uh christmas giveaway in his neighborhood at world on wheels wow probably gonna be december 21st he gonna give away like three four thousand pair of shoes and stuff to the local kids and you know, have a skating event, you know, do something positive. You know, people get a lot of toys and stuff like that, but we know when it comes time to go back to school or whatever, people want to be fresh. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So he's going to give them people opportunity to, you know, feel good about their show. Yeah. So he got a, he got a, not a shoe collab, but a shoe palace in general collab. Right. Got a energy drink, a brave energy drink was big in Europe. Oh, is that the one <clears> you're <throat> drinking in the, in the video with uh, Gunna? Yeah, exactly. So we crossing okay. that. We probably bringing that to the states. Wait, but so that's an endorsement deal, or is that a brand that you're bringing to the table? That's no, a that's European a, that's uh, energy bad. drink. That's a European energy drink that wants to come to America. So brave, Blue huh? Face is the one bringing it to America. It's a yeah. bag. How does it feel to be like that kind of brand ambassador, like Fashion Nova? Like they could have picked any rapper to give them a bag and do a deal with, and that they're yeah. looking at you like you're the one. That's crazy, right? Well, see, like even with that one, he witnessed how they came at first, right? Mm. Right, they came with the, you know, we got, yeah. and I'm like, nah, this is what we want. And then he came with the uh, left hook, right, right. Up, cut, mm. You know what I mean? So, and then at that point in time, it's, well, the owner want to speak to you one on one. <laughs> Ooh, the owner. So you're yeah, the fashion over CEO. Yeah, I deal with Richard. Ooh, okay. So you go to the top of the fucking. Yeah, I deal, like with shoe powders, I deal with Eli and his brother. I'm, I'm talking to the owners, the brave. We deal with the prince of um, Bahrain. Okay. With that, you know what I mean? So that's we ain't dealing with the. <laughs> 
the people going to find talent. Right. We talking to the people that makes the decisions. What, who, what, what business are you doing with the Prince of Bahrain? <coughs> Brave, Brave Energy Drink. Oh, that's that's who started it. Yeah. Oh, so you really about to be good in the Middle East, right there, huh? Yeah. And then everything I do, um, I always allow my artists the opportunity to become business partners in. Uh-huh. I got a diaper company I'm creating. <clears throat> we come. I'm building a huge um, um, app for independent artists called Indie Life. Really. Which I definitely need to tie yo give you give give you a platform on that. Let's do it. Um I'm so, living an indie life. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we do everything together. You know, we we I want everybody around me rich. So when I'm old in a wheelchair, somebody might push me a block or two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm playing for the picture over the fireplace. Like at, at the end of the day, I didn't I didn't live mine. I didn't did it. You know what I mean? So now it's just <clears throat> I'm kind of I'm shooting for uh, you know, um generational wealth. That's a good strategy. Build up enough goodwill that when you're 85, there's somebody who's going to want to bring you some milk and take you for a walk. Yeah, exactly. Somebody <laughs> want to come check on you, man. Like your, your last month or two in the hospital when you bedridden, you know, people won't drop in and, you know, at the end of the Or if you fall, mm. you know what I mean? You know you know what? If I took a fall and I called him and say, nephew, <clears throat> I need to hold a hundred. Mm. He going to look back and say, well, shit, he didn't make it here. You know what I mean? But I got like... 20 people around me like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And that's really what it's all about. Let right. people in. You can't keep it all anyway. Definitely. You know? That's a fact. What What is the current management status of you and game? Did shit fall apart? Fall apart out. At one point, didn't you say that something happened with you and game, or is everything so no, straight? No, but the internet says that a game fired me because of Nipsey Hussle or some weird shit. Right. They were trying internet to say that, that, but there was no truth to that? I just I just released his uh just approved a video. Just released his single. Album comes out November 9th. November 9th, that's what we're doing. Um shit, actually I just checked text him because I gotta take him this hundred thousand dollars I just picked up for him. Right? Oh, word. Game, right? <laughs> Yo, Brazy. I don't believe the internet. <laughs> I'm trying to bring you these checks. Yep, I've been sick. Shit, me too. And I ain't going. I gotta go over the fucking water. Yeah, that ain't for me. He's over Europe, huh? Yeah. Your ass going over top of 2020 inward. God willing. Yeah, he goes out into January, February. Right. Damn. Take him out. So you can't believe the internet with this. Get you know, get that's my that's my brother. Right. You know what I mean? You got to think about it. We've been watching them chase game the last two three years for this seven million, right? Right. They ain't took nothing, right? Is that cap? You think that he's gonna end up paying seven million? Well, they didn't came and try to take everything. Right. But just that's whack one hundred management. Uh huh. You know, one thing about me is more to me than what people know. Really? You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> I got a lot of Jewish friends. Oh, so you got, I got lawyer a lawyer friends? I got a lot of Russian friends. You know what I mean? To, that has already explained to me how to do things and how to stay ahead of things. Mm. You know, they didn't came for everything. You haven't seen game lose anything. Right. How? I don't understand. <coughs> well, it's called. Too deep into it's it. called. Listen, it's into called. His let, it's called. Podcast. Don't let Adam get you. Let, like this that. is what it's called. Deeper I'm going to leave it like this. It's called owning nothing but controlling everything. Ah, uh, okay. So if you don't own it, they can't take it. Right. But if you're in control of it, you're still benefiting from it. Okay. That's smart. So on paper, he might not be. Don't, don't say know. that. I don't know how to get it. Well, they already know that because on paper, oh they, they can only go at what's on paper. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. 
on that topic though. You're gonna be a world star tomorrow. <laughs> How do you feel about this recent leaked Nipsey commentary controversy? Where did that come from? <clears throat> that who was, who leaked was, this audio? Well, first, what it was, it was this dude named uh, man. Well, you might know the dude. Dude out of San Diego. Uh, get the dude's name. He, he called me periodically trying to get interviews. Um, but he just called me on some on some name is Black or some some shit. He had to come to me. So he just called me on some regular shit. Hey, wait, what you doing? Oh, nothing, man. I'm just leaving the movies, you know. <clears throat> hey, man, you know, you always keep it real with me. I just want to ask you what was your take on the whole Nipsey situation. He talking to me like me and you on the phone talking. not an interview or nothing. Right. Right? <clears throat> so I told him one-on-one -on -one what, you know, how I seen it, what my opinion of it was, right? I now, I didn't have like major was, platforms like calling me since his death when I asked me this, and I never spoke on it, uh -huh. right? But I'm talking to this dude one-on-one, -on -one, right? And I'm just, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. So I guess the next day he decided, well, I'm going to leak it, put it out, right? Why, who records a phone call But like hold that, on, though. Look, look, look what he does. <clears throat> he puts it out there like it's, I said some horrible, crazy shit, right? Right. But he's playing the subscriber follow game. Uh. You notice he's been saying, come subscribe, and I'm going to let it out. It's been like two, three weeks of subscribing, and he's going to let it out. Uh. So what I did was call Reggie Rice platform, and just everything I said, I said to Reggie. Right. So now what you going to put out? Because if I said anything different from what the world has heard me say, to put that out. Right. So you went on Gangster Chronicles. That's what you talked yeah, about. Exactly. Shout out to them. Best podcast I heard in a minute. That's just amazing. You know, Reg is probably the Reg the one gave me my introduction to Death Row. Okay. So I always be in debt for him for that. You know, he, he was running Death Row when Sugar was in prison. Right. So I always be in debt with Reg for that. That's crazy because I mean, you, there's a lot of situations that you could kind of view from different angles where it's like if somebody gets shot that you respect or you love, but <clears> then you have to do with it, bro. You have to be able to view it from the perspective of the other person, and it felt like on the I phone call that's what you were—you were just being not, sort of casual with how you talked about no, it. No, it's, it's just a listen, man. Listen, I'm not a gang banger anymore. Uh -huh. I haven't gang banged in like over 20 years, meaning I haven't woke up and hated the crip. Or seen a dude in blue and wanted to do something to him because I thought he was a crip. Clearly. Right? That's gang banging, mm. right? So I'm from where I'm from. That's going to always be that, mm. right? So I understand gang culture. Gang culture is different from the religious culture, which is different from, you know, uh, 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 the Jewish culture. Every culture is different. And in that jungle, the rules change. Mm. Now, there are the rules irrational? Damn right. Are they right? Probably not, but these are the rules of this jungle, and it's been like that 50, 60 years, mm. right? And in this jungle, everybody is not for everything. That's why you got people say, my car, this is my car. People don't understand. We, we use that terminology because when you open the hood of a car, if you dismantle that, that alternator, the car ain't going to run. Mm. Take the carburetor off. Every part of that motor <laughs> has to be in place for that car to run, right? Where the fuck did he go? <laughs> no, this is real. No, you learn something. No, I get you Everybody's not the shooter. Everybody's not the fighter. Some are the hustlers. You got 50% of the people there to make the hood look deep. Mm. That's straight cowards, busters. They just, you know, it makes the hood. Yeah, that that all makes up that terminology of car, right? Mm. So Nipsey's a rapper. Game is a rapper. If something happens in Cedar Block where Game is from, Game is not going to be the go-to guy right. to go retaliate on the block.
That's not what he does. You know what I'm saying? If we got some part where they say, yo, such and such want to get out with somebody from the hood. We got the fighters from the hood. Right. The fighter may be totally different from the shooter. You understand what I'm saying? There you go. So everybody don't play the same role. Mm -hmm. You got some people that play multiple roles. Mm -hmm. I can speak on it because I've been a fighter. I, my criminal record tells you I've been a shooter. I've been a moneymaker all my life. So I can speak on it across the board. Right? So in this situation, you have a rapper and you have a dude that's a straight, authentic gang member. Mm. His whole life are these blocks. It's all he know. And in the culture of gangbanging, when you call a motherfucker a bitch, a snitch, mm. a rapist, mm. a pedophile, yes, when you call somebody these things in this jungle, it's no different than you being a football player and going on the field without your helmet on. Mm -hmm. You're going to get hit. Know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you call somebody that, that is that. Think about it. This shit all happened in a matter of four to five minutes. Mm. Not the next day. Because you're dealing with the shooter. If he was dealing with the hustler, it probably wouldn't have happened that fast because the hustler got to go then employ the shooter. Mm -hmm. And then that shooter got to determine if he got any history with the target that he may or may not want to do it. You understand what I'm saying? But you went straight at the shooter. Don't give him that much game. <laughs> no, this is just real shit. Right. So what happened was what was supposed to happen. If I approach somebody and say, yo, you a snitch, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to be ready for that. Mm. You're not going to walk away from me because I've already made my mind up and I'm going to do something to you. If you're not going to do, I tell people, don't show me nobody paperwork because I'm not going to do nothing to it. Right, but don't you feel like in straight that, up? Don't I'm you, not gonna do nothing. I don't, you know, I don't give a shit. That's their business. Don't you feel like in any situation like that, there has to be an understanding of hierarchy, and somebody like Nipsey should just be 100% untouchable. Wouldn't Nobody, you hope that, listen, they, that Nipsey, everybody would abide by that? Listen to me, man. Nipsey is from one of the most notorious Crip gangs in Los Angeles. Right, and if it was his listen, enemies who listen, did it, it's listen, a different no, situation. Listen, but this is someone no, who's listen, supposed to be this, on the same team as him, right? You gotta understand. The biggest killer of rolling 60 is rolling 60. Mm. So what you talking about don't make sense. Mm. That's a notorious neighborhood. Motherfuckers just don't go kill 6 0 because they know the retaliation is not going to stop. Has it happened? Yeah, they got surrounding enemies, so on and so forth. But the, billing, the biggest killer of rolling 60 is rolling 60. It's totally different in Blueface's neighborhood. Mm. He got surrounding enemies to where that mm. has happened. Has it? Every neighborhood has had internal genocide. Mm. But, like, y'all talking about it, and I'm going to speak on it, not you because you probably represented it because you fuck with the underground. All these radio stations, all these people, is all fake. I can speak on it because mm -hmm. I was part of the Nipsey Hustle movement getting him his first multi-million dollar deal. Mm. Me and gang, Big U, Steve Lobel, Johnny Shipes, we did that. Big U came to me. And we pushed them buttons, and he took that and made that situation happen. Right. If it wasn't for Big U, y'all wouldn't know the Nipsey hustle of today. So what I'm saying is you got a man who died with a million followers and no radio hit and no fucking platinum plaques. Mm. But because everybody started talking like it was a goddamn Popeye's chicken sandwich, <laughs> everybody jumped on the bandwagon. Right. And now he didn't win 10, <laughs> 20 times platinum. 
The radio is spinning his song. Come on, bro. How long did they spin his song? Right. All day, every hour. Nipsey had like two, three songs I felt should have went. Oh Last God. time I checked, like it was great records. Right. Right. Bullets ain't got no name. Great records. Yeah. Why in the f and and this rumor about him being independent, that's some bullshit. Like motherfuckers idiots. Look, it's motherfuckers idiots. If you scroll down to the iTunes, it says Atlantic Records. Right. So now he has a machine behind him. So where was all these fans, like Blueface? He got platinum plaques. Oh no, no. You know why he got platinum plaques? Because his fans followed him. They supported him. They streamed, they download, things of that nature. Nipsey's never been on a fucking world tour. Why? He did not die an A-list artist. Let's fucking be real. Y'all talking about he was a legend. If he was a legend, why y'all didn't treat him like that while he was here? We talking as an artist and an entertainer. But that's been a big part of the conversation since he passed. It's like, are we giving our legends their flowers while they're still here? Bro, but listen, stop saying a legend as if y'all acknowledged and honored him as a legend when he was here. Mm. People call Game a legend all the time. Dre a legend. Cube a legend. Eminem a legend, Kendrick at this point a legend, right. Drake, right? They they get like, you know why? Because their numbers and their popularity says that, right? I feel Nipsey should have been a bigger artist, mm. personally, but where the hell was all you diehard fans when Nipsey needed you to support his product? So he could have been that while he was here. We talking numbers right now. We're not talking about personal opinion. And all. I got every Nipsey album record in my phone I download all the time. Out of respect to Big U. I don't listen to a lot of it because he gang banging so much. You know what I mean? It's only so much I can listen to. Really? But out of respect to Big U, I'm going to download and support it whether I listen to it or not. What was the phone call with Big U like after those headlines started popping up about that leaked audio? Oh, we talk about we always talk about our white kids, what business ventures we doing next, mm. and things of that nature. Like you know, we don't we don't have that type of conversation about, you know, they even attacked him. And that was the weirdest shit. You know, they last thing was Big U was honoring him at one of his events. So people make it look like Big U and Nipsey was enemies, and all conspiracies, and all this crazy shit. Right. And the world wouldn't know who Nipsey Hussle was and the magnitude that he's he was in if it wasn't for Big U. Right. Real talk. It's some, listen. It's some red rags. That opened the door for him to get in. And we did that for Big U. We didn't do that for Nipsey. I met Nipsey walking down Sunset at 2 o'clock in the morning, passing out CDs. Uh -huh. I didn't know who he was. So do you think that someone like him needs that sort of, like, like are you to Blueface what, what Big U was to Nipsey? And is that what you want to be able to do? Because it is hard if, for an artist who doesn't have that cosign early on, right? I'm, I'm <laughs> what, 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 what Big U was to Nipsey, yeah, I'm definitely know. that to him. Mm. Because I opened the doors. Mm. Let's be realistic. Cardi B was receiving a Grammy on Sunday in the alley in front of a Chevy on Monday. <laughs> you think you think that wasn't no politics involved with that? Mm. Atlantic don't clear records. You right. know that. It take six months. Mm. I cleared a record in 48 hours. Right. We shot that Monday, released it Friday. You understand? But that's 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 just politics working. You damn right. You know what I mean? A whole lot of things happen. He watched me get on the phone and you know what I mean? I can do it because I have the talent, the demand, and it's up to me to just make it happen and 
kick a few doors in. That was wild. Just be like, man, that seemed like it happened fast. The Cardi right and Blueface got politics. this song, Lyrical Lemonade, got it up within like a friggin' That's weekend. politics on label side. It's politics on management side. Shout out to my brother P. Mm. You know, that's management. QC over Shout there. Out you know, Shout out Craig, Craig Calman and um, um, uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Kaiser mm -hmm. in Atlantic. You know what I mean? Um, those two, and then shout out to Cardi. Just you know, I go way back to Sue's rendezvous with Cardi. Right. You know what I mean? That's one thing I, I like about her. She's still the same. She's the same chick. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, she always been a real chick. So uh, it just you know, he, you damn right. The politics. You don't got politics in this urban shit. You're gonna be stagnated. Mm. That's just that simple. That's real. Can we talk about uh, you being shadow banned? What's that? You upset about this? What's that? You're, you're shadow banned on Instagram. What's shadow man? What like is it's that? super hard to search for your name. I noticed oh, that you, yeah, were, you yeah. were tagging the wrong account yeah. because it's so hard to search for. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> oh, now you got these people with, with extra ease. Yeah, that's why yeah. all the fan pages come up before your real account. They got like 20,000, 100,000 followers. I don't know like, what damn. you posted that, that got you shadow banned, but it seems like this is becoming a real thing. You just made me think of it because you were talking about Cardi because she was just tweeting about it saying she's shadow banned. Yeah. Instagram's just hating on all the rappers. No, there's too many people with a fake account. I was really. They shouldn't allow people to even do that. I think that you posted something that got you shadow banned, though. At a certain point, they start to like make it so it's harder to find your account if you've had a bunch of posts removed because mm. of probably nudity or threats or uh, something like that. Report, man, people report shit. I can put up a rose, and they'll just they <laughs> report because they want to try to get your account shut down. Right. So you, what people don't know, you got to challenge their report. Mm. If you go all the way down, like at the bottom, real small, you can challenge it. Oh, really? Yeah, and make them go look at what they're reporting. If not, if you just accept it and delete, it looks like you got all these things you've been putting up that's inappropriate. Right. And when you challenge it, then they got to come in and look at it and say, okay, well, shit, this is a picture of a car. Right. Shit, I'm a little inappropriate. Move forward. Right. I haven't really seen... I've seen him do shit I can like, but I haven't seen no like no nudity or no. You never got some shit. top on the on the timeline? No, he don't nah, I can't I do that. No too much. Nah, no, too far. Can't do that. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> oh, you've been on one the last week. Yeah, he's been. He's been he on a big freak. One. I am big old freak. <laughs> you got Megan collab on the way? Any female artists in general that you would want to work with? Mm, I'm not sure. Lizzo. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Me collabing is. Oh, I, I could see you grinding on Lizzo in a video or some shit. Lizzo? You know on a Lizzo? What song she was singing? It's that song Truth Hurts. That's the, that's the um plus size sister. Got the big hit. Plus size is good. Oh, oh yeah. Do I fuck with her? Yeah. I, I actually liked her what I think one of her songs. You into larger women? Uh, sometimes. I mean, if you're fucking 10,000 of them, there's got to be a couple <laughs> big ones in there. <laughs> there's a couple big bitches in there for sure. <laughs> hey, they're yeah, fans. Homie. It's a good yeah. way to connect with your fans. Big bitches suck it better, honestly. Mm. Is it weird for you because it's like you kind of have a choice. Do, do you, what, what do you care more about, I guess, is the main question. Do you care more about being number one like rapper in the streets or do you care more about being that like the commercial bigger rapper you know it's, it's kind of like two very different lanes yeah, yeah, don't you yeah. think um, I think we more in the commercial lane just based off the way you know he operating put my face in certain places mm -hmm. that distract you from the game I guess right but is there a part of you that still really cares about you know who's <laughs> considered the hottest rapper in LA like that more local type of title I'm definitely the hottest rapper in LA 
I mean, if I got the title, shit. Mm-hmm. I guess I ain't tripping. You don't worry about it though. You don't like no, see no. somebody coming no, up no. and you're like, damn, like you gonna take my spot. I don't know. As long <laughs> as I got shit, my bills paid, I'm good. Right. Get my little dick sucked. I'm happy. Yeah. Some head is always nice. Ugh. That's real. You feel me? Whack, what was up with faking the Mike Tyson fight? What was the strategy with that? <laughs> What's up with faking wait, the wait, fucking wait. robbery? What was the strategy with that? That wasn't wait, fake. Wait, 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 wait. Whack. I just Hold seen on. that fool in court. Hold on, wait, wait. Whack. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You showed me on there where I said we got a fight. Huh? Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I really don't know. Hannah's in here. Huh? You showed me on there where I said the other day, I said Big U scolded me. Okay. That's all I said. It was 900 million blogs went up. Big U checks whack 100 about Nipsey Hustle. Mm. I just said he scolded me. Checks scolded? It's sort of similar terminology. Yeah, right? but scolded me about what? I said, what he scolded me about. I said, he scolded me. Right. That's all I said. So you showed me where I said we ever had a fight. I mean, that was generally. I just said, we, no, 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 no general. I haven't listened to it in a while. I'm not going to lie. But it was, it, was, it was an intentional troll attempt by you, right? No, 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 no. You what were flexing it? with the pain pill bottle, man. What the fuck does that mean? That was really pain pills from the doctor. <laughs> Why, though? Huh? Why, you have a headache? I mean, that was pain pills. <laughs> I didn't say. I never said right. we had a fight. I'm just saying that you are inherit on, you're inheriting his troll genes. You're trolling hard. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said we had a situation. You showed me have your team where Wax said we had a fight. I said, I said we had a situation. Things got heated up here. Mm. Now, let me tell you what I what I like that it did. The negative they turned it, it they used led them to a positive. Mm. If you watch the interview. It was an hour and a half, two hours of some shit, right? And we was talking about a lot of real positive shit, business shit, right? Mm. And I felt like we had a very heated conversation because we was really touching bases on a lot of business things was going on, how to do things, mistakes we made in life. Right. Mike talking about his drug addiction and all, a lot of open things and why he bit Evander's fucking ear. Like, <laughs> you know, he was whooping my ass. And like, so because I said things got heated and the world of social media think so negative. Right. Oh, Mike checked him about Tupac. Well, fuck it. I let him ride with it. Mm. I put up another clip, hit myself in the face. I just hit myself in the face. Why didn't they say maybe I need to go get psychological help? Mm. <laughs> Where did I ever say we had a fight? Where did I say me and Mike Tyson but, just got out? Right. I guess you weren't that specific. <laughs> I, I never said, like, you can throw some shit out there. I can be standing at the cliff and say, hey, I'm thinking about it. Right. And the water's been all yeah. waxed about to kill itself. Right. It, it also probably showed you who was really excited about the idea of you getting beat up. Yeah, but well, who would say I would get beat up? I mean, but there was a lot of people who really thought that you got knocked out by Mike Tyson, and mm -hmm. they were so excited they to talk I got about it. Knocked out, or that's at least beat saying. up. Yeah. I mean, who, who would say I would get beat up? I don't know, but that's just it's interesting, right? To see who was who really had a fucking hard on for the idea of something bad happening to you, and then you know that they're ops. Well, everybody, listen, every a lot of people praying for my downfall. That's what fused me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what fused me. That's real. On some real shit. They praying for my downfall. You know, shout out to Bahrain. They just committed to a 200-a-year container deal for the Incredible Diapers collection coming out. Incredible Diapers? That's what you're pushing now? Yeah, I got Incredible Diapers.
What are, what's so incredible about them? You didn't see the video? No. Nah. Watch all the other videos. No, nah, I didn't see the incredible. Why y'all didn't blog about that? What, what, what is it? Go pull the video up. You'll see what's incredible about it. Is it on your Instagram or where? I go Definitely YouTube, I search I incredible. I water in that motherfucker. Mm. Incredible <laughs> diapers. Yeah, I did, a, I did a licensing deal with Nick Cannon. Oh, really? And uh, to use the name. How far down is this going to be? Just I'm trying to find some diapers here. I'm not gonna lie I'm to you. I'm just gonna show it to you. Just thinking about diapers, gross. This one I was actually in China. I was at the. I went out there and pulled a Frank Lucas and went to the. I wanted to see the diaper being created. It's an incredible diaper. So I built a diaper that's more durable than Huggies, Pampers, and the rest of them, but for less price. A pack of twenty for seven dollars and seventy-seven cents. Well, what kind of expertise do you have in diapers that that let you do this? That the expertise know how to do was this? me waking up two o'clock in the morning telling myself I wanted to do it. I traveled to two, three different countries looking for certain materials. Found the material I wanted in Tijuana, and Tijuana notified me I had even stronger material in Japan, which was great for me because my manufacturers in China found the material in China, had them ship the material to, to China from Japan, had them create my first test diapers to make sure everything was going to work right, and as you see. That's really interesting. Exactly. You seen that? See, I'm over here just Fortune. assuming that, like, Huggies is investing millions of dollars into research into the best I have diaper material. the first material. black minority-owned diaper company in the world. Right. Wow. A street nigga. Yeah. Are they yeah. primarily for children or adults as well? Size one through five. I cross over to it. Give me a couple years. I cross. But see, even things like that, all my artists, you know, they can come in, invest <clears throat> with me, you know, whatever they choose and feel they want to do. That's incredible. That's that's generational wealth. That's not rich. That's generational wealth. I haven't even thought about touching the diaper market I at know, all. I know, man. I know. So why they didn't why they didn't talk about that? Why didn't they say, "Yo, whack one hundred I honestly think they they probably will now, yeah. after just hearing us talk about it. Yeah. But you know that I like that slang too, though. When somebody sees a fat ass and they're like, "Damn, she got the diaper." Maybe you could use that somehow. <laughs> we got take, the diaper. You trying to take my diaper? Herb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Nah, but I, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I kind of did for Mike Tyson what you would have wanted me to do for you. Mm. Um, Numbers went up. That's true. Understand what Anytime you get whack on the phone, his numbers went up. The numbers go up. That's real. This is cool. This is weed. No jumper. Yeah, no jumper. Kush in stores now. Go Feel ask your high. local dispensary to get it in Feel stock. Good? Appreciate it. Feel yeah. me fight it. Good. He's high. Look at Blueface. Higher Yo, than I the like average this bear. This is cool, man. You like it? This is cool. Hey, man, we got to create some revenue streams. You want, out you here. want, you want to get into this uh, CBD water? Oh yeah. I got a water company. Let's do it. Ackline too. Dump it in a diaper, drink you it right out of there. You want to do it, no jumper? Yeah. We could do no jumper. Let's do it. Don't tell me you want to do it. I don't want to do it. I mean, I'm working He's with a company with it, the cannabis thing, so I don't know if we have some sort of restriction on doing other well, cannabis-related products. CBD, so it's not. Yeah, but that's the non-psychoactive part of <clears throat> cannabis, so I'm not sure not, what it's our not count. To, it's not THC, it's CBD. That's real. I already got distribution. We own the water. We got bottles. It's already ready for pre-order. And his act line. Very interesting. Why do you want to do branding with me when you can do it with him, though? You can do blue face water. Nah, because I can still do blue face water. Mm. But no jumper is something that people, it's a cheap move for me because people know what it is. And I can still do a blue face edition of the no jumper CBD. Ooh, there you go. I do like that. Idea. I think what I'm doing is I'm letting people see the other side of WAC 100. The devious mental no, the business technician, man. the businessman. The, the, the bag man. The the always man. plotting on something. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we got to go do it. I'm an educated um, 
as they call us, what they call us, educated street Negro. Yeah, you know mm. I make some money. There you go. We'll get you the bag. You normally eat sunflower seeds, or is this kind of just today? Well, y'all ain't got nothing to drink in this month. He don't eat yeah, like That's I just going to make you so much thirsty. <laughs> you guys are awesome. This is the first time you ever did an interview together? Nah, we done a few of them together. Oh, okay. I only do them with certain people because it's like it's his platform. If he, if he tells me to come sit down, then I sit down. Mm. Other than I didn't that, you come sit down today and say all that shit. You say all what? What did I say? I don't think you said anything crazy. <laughs> I didn't say nothing wrong. I ain't said nothing. You gonna be old world starter, man? I want you to know that. Saying what? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just real. Sounded reasonable to me. Let me ask you a question. Let me <laughs> ask you a question. Shit. Now we're entering the world of being a man. Let's do it. Straight man, right? Okay. If I reach across this table right now and slap the fuck out of you <laughs> as a man. Right. We talking about a man. And okay. I'm saying this because your eyes tell me you're a man. Right. Win, lose, or draw. Uh. You, I, you got that from me, right? Right. If I reach across this table and slap the fuck out of you as a man, what are you going to do immediately? And I'm right across the table. I mean, it's kind of an awkward position as a podcast host, no, no, but I guess I that. guess we fighting, right? We fight. Yeah, we gotta fight, okay. right? Yeah. That's in the I, I think you're gonna fuck me up. No, but no, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna give but it a go. I'm, saying, but win, lose, but I'm, I'm worried win. about that other dude too. No, yeah. no, but listen, mm. but listen. No, win, okay, lose, a draw. Mm. Win, lose, a draw. Right? In the jungle, in the politics of being a man, that's what you're gonna do. <laughs> it's the same shit with the gang culture. Certain things bring certain things. Right. Period. And I really believe some of these rappers start to believe that the dudes in the hood give a fuck about you being a rapper. Mm. Nah, man, what the fuck? We over here every day. This shit is chess, not checkers. Mm. Because when a when when a statement like that gets out in the neighborhood, you've just made an attempt on his life. Right. Because the neighborhood kills snitches. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. So now it's like a Tug of war. Who gonna do what first? That's real. That's all I'm saying. It's just, and I think people don't like to hear the reality of this shit. Mm. It, it, man, look, if Nipsey would have died uh, saving a little kid, oh, hit by a car, right? No, hold on. Where did this shit right? go? If he would have died uh, breaking up a gang fight, <laughs> stopping a robbery, it's different. That's fucked up. Mm. He died gangbanging, homie. And that's what come with this shit. <laughs> It's hard for maybe like a more mainstream audience it's to, not mainstream. to hear we that talking, message. We talk, right? we talking yeah. gang banging. Right? If I walk up on the motherfucker and say, "Blood Pablo, where you from?" Mm -hmm. and little dude a crip, and he whip out his pistol and blow my brains out, whack died gang banging. Right. That's gang banging. There's no motherfucking rules to engagement or no limitations to how far the opposition can go when you're gang banging. Right. I think it's just hard for a lot of people at home to no, understand. No, but people dead because they had a color you know. on. Motherfucker dead because he had red on. I had blue on. Right. He didn't even say nothing. He didn't know the dude. You had that on. Bam. You did. Like this is gang banging. <laughs> bam. Yeah. That's it. But how do it's, we how do we stop that cycle? I guess is what a lot of people listen, are concerned we, we've about. We've been working on it. Why you think guys like me and Big U and guys like Wacko and and Blue from Long Beach Insane and and like get on the phone and bring our homeboys together to do things? We've been working on it. Right. But I mean, we we we, we destroyed the shit for forty years and ain't gonna get right in ten. Mm. 
That's real. You know what I'm saying? So we've been working on it because if a guy like me, a Vic, you or these other dudes, Wacko and Blue was pushing its own, with none of this industry shit, could nobody shoot no videos? Could nobody go host no clubs? Right. Because we coming, are they coming? He's reaping the benefits of the last 10, 15 years of what we've been doing to clean up on some real shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, calls I get about this, this, that, because of the politics of what's going on, we can diffuse some shit. That's just what this shit is. Right. And I don't think people want to embrace that. It's just what it is, man. Yeah, that's real. He embraced it. Every clip you see, he letting you know where he's from. Mm. That's, 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 that's a part of who he was. Like, Paru's a part of who I am. Schoolyard's a part of who he is. He's a father. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a friend. I'm all kind of shit. I'm mm -hmm. a business partner. But if I'm exercising that, then that's the negative, irrational bullshit that comes with that. Mm. It's that simple. That's real. Shit. You good? I'm good. Yeah, I appreciate I you guys coming uh, through. Get the fuck out of here. <coughs> Blue face. Whack 100. Yo. No jump. Find the beat. You ain't doing no motherfucking interview. December. <laughs> hey, listen. He let you off light. The album? He you did. That. No, he let you off light. Because it's been did, a lot of cause questions. Because you, you went loco already. He no, it's been, it been a lot of questions. They you got for you know. about mm. the same situation that I'd had to answer a hundred times. Well, yeah. Can we get that out of the way? Yeah, Is that it's, it's, people it's, felt I'll like you did. You... <laughs> he, listen, I'm he didn't Listen. Listen. But listen, he, listen. No, it's yeah. real shit. But look, you should have answered that. Answer what? Because look, the reality of what that is, is just uh, real. It is real. He don't know him. Mm. They've never talked, never had a conversation. Yeah. And, and the fact of the matter is, their two neighborhoods for 25 years mm. been on and off enemies. Right. So him not saying nothing is him really showing respect. Right. They neighborhoods didn't even get along. So you think that his neighborhood would have been upset if he had really been mourning? It wasn't about him. Him showing respect to Nipsey was not saying that. He don't know him. Uh huh. NBA young boy said it when they asked him. Right. I mean, I don't really know him, but I can't. You know, shout out to his family. Uh huh. I can't show love for somebody I don't know. Right. Yeah. Y'all, the industry want everybody to fake. Everybody ain't fakers. Right. Everybody not fakers, bro. Like you come ask me about. Somebody I don't I don't know. That's how you feel. I don't feel shit. Yeah. I don't know him. I ain't never talked to him. Ate with him. Embraced him. Did no business with him. I don't hate him. I don't love him. I don't nothing. I don't know him. Mm. I know of him. Everybody wants you to feel the way they feel because they faking. Right. Oh, I'm crying. What the fuck you crying about? Yeah. You know, it's a similar situation. It's like when... Lufe said something in his first ever interview about Draco, where he was basically like, he took some of his slang from us. He just basically made it clear he didn't really give a fuck. And Draco went on Twitter and said, this is L.A. We're not supposed to all get along. Like, he, he actually respected the fact uh, that no. he said that. It's just real shit. Right. And it's kind of fake when everybody pretends Everybody's that they love each faking. other after. Hmm. Everybody's faking. Big U is real sincere about his. Hmm. I'll tell you why. They had ups and downs. And in the end... They was back tight as ever. It was a point in time where they wasn't even getting along. Right. Fights happened, all kind of shit happened. But the real love brought them back together. I was, you know what I mean? So I can look at him and say, he really loved Nipsey Hussle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because they started off one way, it went bad, and then it went back good. 
and and Big U's a dude that he don't got to let nothing go back anyway. He could leave it fucked up, and mm-hmm. that's just what it is. But his heart moved him to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That what makes it sincere. Now, this wasn't about no money, but like, you know, another contract. It's just what he wanted to do. He didn't have to do it. That's his little homeboy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think everybody wants you to fake and, you know, uh, is it fucked up it happened? Definitely fucked up it happened. Uh, do I wish we could rewind life and 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 and, and he can redo it again? Definitely. Mm. Did hip-hop take a loss? Definitely. We didn't lose a legend at the time because the fans and the radio and, and, and things like that didn't support him to get him to where he should have been. What he eventually got there, I believe so. Was he that, what they say he is, when he, time his demise? Definitely not. Mm. And we're just talking numbers. Right. You know what I mean? He packed out Staples Center at a funeral. Mm. But have you seen Nipsey Hussle headlining Staples Center and his fans being true fans come out and pack it out for him? Mm. I've seen Kendrick Lamar sell it out three nights in a row. We're just talking numbers. We're not talking personal opinion. Let's let the numbers and the politics of business dictate Who's an A, B, C, a D artist? Not anybody's opinion. Right. On some real shit. I mean, I think people gotta respect the people who are really doing shit before they're gone. I think is like the main message we can take from that shit, right? Bro, radio, I literally drove radio. I was on satellite radio. I mean, it was like every hour on the hour. I'm doing a 30 minute Nipsey trip. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what that lets you know? Nipsey had that much music Mm. to where they could do that. Okay, so where was your support? Can't tell me to know who he was. Mm. Billboards, magazines, he had a million plus followers. You knew who he was. Where was your support then? That's real. <coughs> Bandwagon. Bandwagon. There is a lot of that. I was just in Minneapolis and I saw the guy in the mall drawing pictures of Nipsey. I'm like, in Minneapolis? I'm like, wow, that's crazy. That's what it is. <clears throat> we listen. I found myself at Popeye's Chicken standing in line, me and Dub C asking each other, Yo, man, you had one yet? Nah, man, but I've been seeing it for a week. I got to see what's going on. Right. On some real shit. You, you just saw Dub C there? We, we went and we got the same one. That's hilarious. And it's like, we like, Yo, man, my, you know, it was sold out quite naturally, but. How was You didn't get one? I still haven't had one, but it made me stop everything I was doing. Mm. So the Nipsey build up, oh, is that what we doing today? Okay. Is that what we doing this week? Okay. Right. And everybody just started jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Real stuff. The game thing that they they complaining about, <clears throat> I feel like game for like Nip's not here no more. I got a big platform, you know, I'm gonna keep something alive for him. Right. Prolific belongs to Faith Evans. Yeah. We're talking business. You know what I mean? If you pull up, that's her record label, her indie. Uh-huh. Her shit. That's a word that Nipsey used. <clears throat> Everybody knew that. So I don't think Game's trying to take it. Right. I think he's just trying to keep life in it. And you see what it is, though, is that these things happen within hip-hop, within gang world or whatever, and it's stuff seems like it makes sense in there, and then all of a sudden it gets exposed to a bigger audience and people who are outside A creator of doesn't have to take anything. Mm-hmm. Games created all kind of things for itself. But for a creator to say, 
let me enhance something or breathe life or keep something alive that the next person, for whatever reason, can't, whether they're in jail, death, whatever. For a creator to do that, to take his time, take step away from what he can go do and do that is an enormous sign of respect. But everybody wants to make it negative. Everybody wants to see something. Mm. Oh, it's this and oh, it's that. Instead of looking at it for what it is. Yeah. That's real. Uh, shit. Anything else we should talk about? I don't know, because you know you like to paint me as a bad guy, too. What are you talking about? I never did think that. think I'm a bad guy. Nah, yes, I'm do. fascinated by you. I'm not. I, I'll admit that there's been times where I wasn't 100% sure about you. <laughs> like what? I don't know. Just so much crazy shit. Like when that Nipsey story first came out, and I didn't know that it was leaked of just a personal phone it call. It was personal, yeah, bro. That you was know, like, that's like, like that's like first me you're calling you. It like damn, it's like me calling you saying, "Hey, man, hey, you heard this new artist? Yeah, yeah. Well, what you think about the music? Mm. And this is me, you talking, and you're like, man, I don't really fuck with it. Exactly. Right. And then yeah. next thing you know, such and such says he don't fuck with such and such music. Mm. So it wasn't, that conversation wasn't for the world to hear. I mean, I could have went on any major platform and, and had that conversation. That's the tricky thing is, like, I, it's hard to communicate. Like, I love my fans, but I don't really want to listen to all of your music or interview yeah. you. And I come from something to whatever you say once, say twice, which was a Suge Knight model. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, whatever, however you get to people, and if you said it once, stand on it and be able to say it twice. That's real. So since the dude, it was crazy. Now is, they say keep that same energy. The fans should be really pissed off at the dude name was Joe Black. That's him. Mm. Dude out of San Diego. Okay. Snake dude. Right? And this was a guy that you, that you really had called, a relationship? Yeah, you were real yeah, cool with him? Yeah, you know what I mean? He would call me like, hey, man, cause, you know, I'm trying to get some tickets and get in here, like stuff like that, right? Uh -huh. So the fans should be really mad at him because he been stringing him on. He wrote out. What did he say I said? What said I said, right? Mm. And then he adds the shit at the bottom. Whack 100 also says, this is why the rolling 60s hasn't pulled up on him. Now, let's do the math. If me and you having a one-on-one -on -one conversation, mm. I've never did an interview like this, why would I be anticipating the rolling 60s rolling up on me? That was his little juicy part. He added to it. Mm. Oh, did you hear what he said? But guess what? He'll never play the whole tape because then they'll see all the bullshit he added to it. Mm. They'll hear what I've said, which I went and did it on Reggie White's thing. Right. And I'm like, well, he said that. But where's all the other shit you said he said? Uh -huh. And as a blogger, his credibility is shot. No, yeah, that's... So that's, he picked up probably suspect. some subscribers, but by now it's been like two and a half weeks, bro. When you going to release it? Mm. I'm challenging you to release it. When I did the other interview, if I said something totally different, what are he supposed to do? That ain't what he said. This is what he said. Right. Where's it at? He's playing a subscribe, subscribe, follow, follow, subscribe, follow, follow, subscribe, and you're going to hear it. Everybody that's followed or subscribed to Dude's page should go unfollow and unsubscribe based upon the fraud. Mm. I'm sure that there'll be plenty of retribution it's, in that form it's just real shit yeah but I mean, you know it wasn't, it wasn't no malice to it you know what i mean i could have me and uh a few people from his his block we've had this conversation on the phone two three times right 
you know, but it's just us talking on the phone. Uh-huh. Makes sense. Well, shit, whack. Thank you for coming in, man. We lost Blueface a little while ago, but appreciate you uh, coming through and hitting us with so much game. <coughs> no, it's love. Also, we got Flash Gotti. I got a Hispanic group out of Hawthorne, Inglewood, called Coyotes. Oh, wow. Um, I got a guy in Chicago called Kiddo Curry coming. So in the next month or two, all the EPs done, all the singles done, they coming. Damn, the Coyotes, yeah, huh? Coyote. Oh, let's listen. Do they drive down to the border and pick up Mexicans and drive them back here? Well, you got to think about it. You know, it's the name symbolic because see how you understand that? Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So, you know. I knew some dudes that were doing that. I told them, I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, hey, that's a hustle. How do you think they get over here? I know. I just told them I don't think that's a fucking safe bet right there. But hey. You know what I mean? So, I appreciate you, bro. And I'm definitely going to sit down with you. Let's see if we can get a few things going. Let me know. And uh, let me know about game, too. We got to line that up. Yeah, yeah. Game's coming. Um, Stainless probably be out this week. Oh, Him shit. and Anderson Pack videos crazy. For real. And um, game's coming on his birthday, November 29th. I'm November 24th, so, hey. Yeah. Sag gang. There you go. Pick <laughs> you, November 29th. They got the same birthday. Crazy. All right, love, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, you Wack. Let me go home and pack. I ain't pack nothing. He's going to Europe. Better get that passport ready. Stamped up. No jumper. Wack 100. Blueface. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. Go ask your local dispensary for the No Jumper Kush. And uh, nojumper.com if you want this shirt. Appreciate y'all.